Today's Vad was dedicated La for Habochra Choshev Ezra Levi, Bezat Hashem, the Zechut of the Torah, Zechut of the Tzedakah, Ezra Levi should grow and should be successful in all his endeavors. Okay, so now before I go into the actual Vad, I have to explain something very important. We're learning, and this is what we're going to be involved in, is understanding a much deeper and more profound understanding of what is incumbent upon us in Avodat Hashem. Regarding Avodat Hashem, it says, Adam le'amal yulad. A person was created and born to do work, but not just work, amal. It's big work. Avodat Hashem is big work. And to kind of understand the oimik, the depth, the amkis, what does it mean to work hard? You understand? As far as parnosa is concerned, people understand what that means to work hard. But now we have to translate hard work into avodas Hashem. Now, this is what's difficult. And we have to make this clear. We are learning the sugya. The sugya has to see the way it is in reality, the biggest and the best level possible to reach, the ideal place to the destination, you know. However, we have to be very, very clear, and we don't want anybody to get overwhelmed and understand that the growth process, the practical step-by-step, is not overwhelming. But if you don't have the destination in your mind then you don't even know how to take the first steps, okay? So being that we're still in the state of learning the sugya, we have to not become overwhelmed by it, but we have to learn it as a limud. Then we'll get to eventually how to make the work, okay? Slowly, slowly, it'll go into your head. Now, so we're in Madrigas HaOdom, and we're in the second parak. The second parak of Madrigas HaOdom has one theme, and one Yesoid. So what I'm going to go back is really just to review two paragraphs from the entire Perek, without going through all the little steps and nuances. So we get clarity in this Yesoid, okay? But this Yesoid is only half the picture, because we still didn't see how to work. We'll see, okay? So I'm going to go over two paragraphs. One paragraph, I'm just going to read over word by word and explain to you. The second paragraph, I'm going to use every word that the altar used. I'm just going to massage it a little bit different. It's a little bit clearer, okay? I wrote it down in a more clear way, okay? So paragraph number one is, in the beginning of the second parak, the Madrigas HaOdom says, Ve'im nitbonen bechol hamidas kulom nimsa. If you look at all the midot of the Torah, ones that seem to be good, and Mido that seem to be bad. He says, don't be confused and think that Midas is a black and white thing. Rachmanut, good. Achzariyut, bad. Uh, being Rach Kekone, being, being flexible, good. Being Kosher Keeres, tough, like a cedar tree, bad. Black and white. Gaiva, bad, another good, right? 
kinah bad, no kinah good. Don't, don't think it's like, just like a black and white. If it would be black and white, then Avoidus Hashem wouldn't be Amal. That's what the Alta says. Because it's easy for people to go in the black and white world. This behavior is good, it's consistent, it's always that way. So either critical thinking is good, or positive thinking is good, and that's it, you know? We go one way. Then it's much easier to work, because you don't have to make shikladas, or in his words, called birhamidis, clarifying in each circumstance what's necessary. You won't have to do that. So Adam la'amal yulad means a person has to live in a life of his boininus, of thinking, and understanding when, where, and how to use things, okay? We're going to get more clarity in, def- in terminology soon to understand what we call something a midah toiv, a midah ro. We have to explain all that, okay? So let's read it. Number one, Yuli is like a substance that doesn't have any form to it. You, you, you make it the way you want it. You can't call Midas Ra. Just like you can't say it's good, bad, like Behechla. It's how it's used. Okay? If you use each thing in its proper time and place, then it's considered good. Right? If you don't use it in the right time, right place, and the right reason, need, you only use them based on what you want, your agenda. Right? Then it's bad. Okay? That was the first paragraph. The last paragraph, or the second to last paragraph of the parak, explains a little bit deeper. Okay? So let's go on to that. He says like this. He divides the work of Midas into four categories. Okay? You're listening to Yeshua? Four categories. Number one. The name that he refers to it, and it's good to get used to his terminology if you want to learn the safe, huh? He says, Yesh emet bitsurat emet. Okay? There's something which is emet, he calls it emet, bitsura emet. When you're using the emet in the right tsura. The tsura is emes, and the use is emes. What is that? Lamosh. Rachmanut. You have compassion, b'mokam rachmanus, where it's right to have compassion. Hu emet b'tzura emet. Why? She'etzem arachmanus utoiv b'mekoymoy. It's good when you use it in the right time and right place. Gamatzur shaloi utoiv, and also rachmanus is a tzura which is good. Okay, let's just pay attention a little bit. Rachmanus. By definition, the tzura of Rachmanus is a good thing. To have compassion is a good thing. It's a tzura's type. If you use it when you're supposed to, then it is type. 
as opposed to we're going to see in a minute, where you could use something, a tzura, which is good, in a place where you're not supposed to use it. Then it'll be bad. Got it? So using something that's a tzura type, in a place that you're supposed to use it, that, in his terms, is called emet bitsurat emet. Good? Clear? You understand that? If you have a question, ask me. Now, okay, then there's something called sheker bitsurat sheker. Something that really is a bad thing, sheker, it's a bad thing, bad thing, right? Well, actually, tzura is a sheker, the tzura is sheker. The external behavior is ba'etzim, a bad thing. And then when you use it in the wrong place, that's sheker b'tzura sheker. For example, achzariyut, being a cruel person, okay, b'mokam rachmanis. In a place where you were supposed to be compassionate, you were cruel. He sheker b'tzura sheker. Why? Ki b'mokam rachmanis shamit achzer, en lecha sheker gadol mazer. So again, Achzorius is called something that has a tzura of sheker. Because Achzorius by itself is not really a good thing. If you use it where you're supposed to, where the Torah says you're supposed to use it, then it'll be okay. Then it, then it becomes good. But Ba'etzam, the tzura of Achzorius is sheker. If you use it in the wrong place, means in the place where you're supposed to be compassionate, that's called sheker, because the usage was sheker, bitsura sheker, using a bad character. Okay, these are just terms. You just have to get used to these terms, but to understand how things work. So again, the first thing was emet, bitsurat emet, which means in practical terms, rachmonas b'mokam, that you're supposed to be a rachman. Sheker b'tzuras, sheker means achazaris, but mokam that you should have been a rachman. Okay? Good? Now, those are the easier ones. Now we go further. So he says, yesh emet b'tzurat sheker. Okay? Let's see. Achazaris, but mokam achazaris. That's called emet b'tzurat sheker. Why? Achzorius itself, okay, is a tzura of sheker. Achzorius be'etzim is a bad thing. It's called a tzura of sheker. But if the Torah says to use achzorius, says to use it, okay, so achzorius be'mokam achzorius, when the Torah says to use it, that's called emet, because the usage is the right usage, so that's called emet, bitzura sheker, even though the external doesn't look good, Okay? Okay, but if you use it the way the Torah wants you to use it, it becomes emet. I'm going to show you a lot in, today we're just going to get terms, but I'm going to show you how this plays out in real life. Okay? And then the fourth madrege is Yesheker Bitsuras Emes. What's that? Rachmonis is Tsuras, is, is something that's Surat Emet. It's Rachmonis. It's a good thing, bad Right? But if you use it in a place where the Torah wants you to be an Achzer, 
You're doing something that sheker betsuras emes. We need to remind me tomorrow. Try to go to a rebellion desla with you on this piece. Unbelievable havana. Okay. Ki omna matsuras rachmanus udava toive emes. The tsura of rachmanus is something which is good ba'etzem. Avalim yishtamish by odom b'makom achzorius. If he uses Rachmanus in place where he was supposed to be an Achzor, Nikos Shekem Betsuras Emes Got it? So again, he makes four categories. Emes Betsuras Emes, meaning Rachmanus B'mokam Rachmanus. Shekem Betsuras Shekem means Achzorius, where he should have been a Rachman, and he ended up being an Achzor. Emes Betsuras Shekem. Okay, so you have, to, you have Achzorius, which is Tzura Shekem, but the Torah wants you to do it. Use Achzorius, that's Emes, Betsura Shekem, that's good. And then you have Shekem, Betsura Semes. This is the scary one. Because you're acting like a Rachman, it looks great, it looks unbelievable, but the Torah doesn't want you to do that. So it's Shekem, Shekem, Betsura Semes. So in other words, what came out from this whole parak is there's nothing in this world, in Avodah Hashem, which is black and white. It's not black and white. You can have Achzorius sometimes, which is good. You can have Rachmanus sometimes, which is bad. It's not a black and white thing. It's all dependent on understanding when, where, how, motivation. All these things play in. Which creates for us what we said in the beginning of the Vad as Adam Laomal Yulad. Okay? Because you first, we're going to see how, how to practically get to this through Torah and through Musar and everything, of course. 100%, you know. But again, like I said in the beginning of the Vada, I'm going to repeat it for this Choshavim Kermad over here, that when we're learning the Sugya, we're learning the Sugya. We're seeing the way a true Eivet Hashem is supposed to look, Right? And that's why we will gain a greater appreciation for great tzaddikim. Because they live this life every second. You understand? They live in constant, constant clarity in what they have to do. Okay? So we gain greater appreciation for people like that. For us, that we're on the bottom rung of the ladder, or not even on the bottom rung yet, we're like below the bottom rung. So we have to go slow in how to learn how to do these kind of things. However, it's important for us to know what the destination is. What the Torah wants from us. Which is actually a very empowering thing because you see that the human being was built for godless. It's a big thing. Human being is built for greatness. We are built to be angelic. You know what angelic is? Like an angel. Like Malach. We have in us Etzelem Elokim. Etzelem Elokim has to be developed. To be a person who, like we said in the first parak of Madrega Sa'odim, if you remember the bottom line you cited the first parak of Madrega Sa'odim was what? That the Torah has to live through the human being. That your Metzius can't be a steward to Torah. What is that? By learning Torah properly, which we'll learn about in the third parak, and applying what we learn to our reality, we'll see how to do that. That's going to vary from person to person. Okay? 
And when we take the Torah and we, and we live the Torah through our personality, then our essence and our being is Torah. So the Torah itself has its complexity. Because the Torah says sometimes to be a Rachman, sometimes to be an Achzar, sometimes to use Kinnah, sometimes not to use Kinnah, sometimes to be tough, sometimes to be soft. So if a person is living through Torah, he could be that kind of guy. And Odom Mashalim is able to live in this way and that way. If a person is a black and white guy, that means he's always, behavior is always one way. He's not living Torah. Because if he's by nature, uh, naturally a very compassionate human being, he will have compassion where you're not allowed to. If he's by nature a person who's tough, you'll be tough in places you're not allowed to be. You understand? If he's a person who is more inclined to have jealousy of others, he's going to do that all the time. He's not going to just do it when he's uh, supposed to, right? Or the way he's supposed to. So we are all built in a certain way. Some of our tendencies are surat emet, meaning they're good tendencies, but they still have to be refined because you can't always use your good tendencies. Sometimes the Torah says not to be compassionate. Sometimes the Torah says not to be soft. So you can't just go with your good tendencies, even though it's surat emet, but sometimes it'll be sheker to use it. We also have tendencies which are surat sheker, we have tendencies of Akzarius. We have tendencies for Gaiva. We have tendencies for toughness. Right? Surat Sheker. However, we don't have to uproot them legamre. We just have to know how to channel them. That the Tsuras HaSheker should be used in a way that the Torah wants. And then it's Emet. Right? So this is the work of life. This is not a, a two minute thing. And obviously you have to be learned in Torah to know how to do that, you know? And you have to be a shtikl hakam to know how to understand yourself. Okay? We'll get to the practical work. We'll get to it. Everybody has to stay calm. You know, we'll give Moshe a couple of days to start learning how to get up early so he can get to the practical work. But we will get there. Stop here for today.